Steve, it's Friday night, 1999, and it's about to go off. We're in Blockbuster. What are we renting tonight? Great. Thank you very much for asking me <laughs> to, ask, to, to announce the title of this film, which I constantly <laughs> get wrong. Uh, but we are about to watch H.E. Double Hockey 6. That's it? Yeah, see? It's not that yeah. hard. Um, all right, let's get into it. It's Friday night. You know, sometimes when you go to Blockbuster yeah. and you rent a video because, you know, because you're basing it on the cover. You know, oh, yeah. On the cover, really. Basically, on much, the cover. Most of the time, yeah. You look at the back, you read what it's about, you see that it's a PG or, or a U or whatever it is, you know, it's yep. a certificate rating. You see who's in the film, you realize mm-hmm. you've never seen this film before, mm-hmm. and you take it home and you are just instantly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't yeah. even get through the film. In this yeah. case, I did get through the film. Okay. But many, there were a few occasions where I rented a, rented a film from Blockbuster, took it home. And I was so disappointed that I had to stop it. And then I tried again and I had like a window of like a day or two to really get into it because otherwise it was a waste of money and a waste of a yeah, trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I feel about AG <laughs> Double Hockey Sticks. Six. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. This is going to be an interesting episode. Um, do you know what the worst one was, though? Just going on what you just said yeah. there is when you're you absolutely insist on getting a particular film or game yeah. and your dad or whoever's with you is like, yeah. no, don't get that one. You're not going to enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. And you're not, yeah. no, no, this is the one I want. And yeah. then you get home and you watch it and your dad was right. Yeah. And But you still have to pretend like, no, no, it's the greatest film yeah. of all time because yeah. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> like you say, it's a waste of money. It is. And also what's really annoying is that every time you go back to Blockbuster afterwards and you see that video on the shelf, it's almost like seeing an X or something. You're a little bit like, oh, it's um, bad blood. Yeah, a little bit of PTSD. A little PTSD, <laughs> a bit of bad blood. And you kind of look, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, why, why did I get on with you? And then you pick the video up again, you look at the cover again, you look at the back again and you're like, why is it? Why am I not? This should be everything that I like. You want you it to be it better. You're like, you why aren't you be better? better? <laughs> exactly and you take it home and when you're an adult you realise that the marketing completely fooled you yeah um, that's but what as a it kid is. you just think there's something wrong with you like why am I not getting into this why can't I get into this yeah do you um, know what speaking of that like marketing fooling you I can't remember what it was but the other day there was something that I saw on the shelf I think it was like a chocolate bar or something and I looked at it and I knew I wasn't going to like it yeah. but I the, just the packaging of it and everything and I was just like really attracted to it and I was like oh my yeah. god I didn't buy it in the end but, I, but you know I, for, for, a, for a second there I almost bought it just based on the packaging alone <laughs> yeah I know and the thing is we do we do do that and there are multiple films that I can think of from Blockbuster that I, I either did or I didn't rent yeah I remember Kazam I remember renting Kazam oh wow with Shaq do you remember that Shaq yes Shaq yes yes um and I looked at it and it was everything I should like about that film because it was, you know, a young teenage kid in New York. Yeah. He, you know, he rubs a lamp and then a genie appears and the, the, the genie is Shaq. And mm. it's just it, everything. And the kid was from um, A Simple Wish. Like, everything about that film I should like. The font, mm. the cover. And I didn't like it. And then I remember taking it back and then trying to get into it again. Like, I remember picking it up about maybe a year later and try to, you know, try to watch it again couldn't get into it and it's always yeah. been one of those films where even now i'm like oh, fuck, why can't i get into that film um, yeah i tried to watch it a while back i tried to watch it last year and i still could not get into it i mean okay i have i've never seen that film but i've always got the impression 
that it's sort of like uh, the story might be different, but the the intention I, I feel like it was like a shitty sort of version of Space Jam. Like obviously it's nothing like Space Jam. Yeah. Like, but like the they that was the they saw the was it was it before or after Space Jam? I think it was I don't before. Even know. I actually think it was before, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm totally wrong then. Forget well, everything actually, no, I just no, said. Maybe, actually, <laughs> what was Space, Space Jam was what, 97? I don't know. Was it 97? I don't know. Um, but what I, the point that I was building to was, I think, you know, that being said about those two particular movies, I think HE Double Hockey Sticks is very much, uh, you know, uh, sort of trying to piggyback on the success of The Mighty Ducks, yeah, and um, yep. unfortunately, it's <laughs> it fell it's it's not quite up to that standard, is it? Not at all. Um, um, one thing that I, that I would want to say before we get into anything properly is we will probably have quite a job trying to find a blockbuster anywhere in the world with <laughs> <laughs> with this movie. Um, yeah. I never until you mentioned it to me. I've I've never even heard of it. No, I'd never heard of it. I'd never heard of it. It was um, when we were doing the 90s Winter Olympics and we did the yeah. ice hockey category. Yeah. And um, this was a film that a lot of people mentioned and said, oh, why, you know, why didn't you put H-E Double Hockey Sticks? And I was like, well, because I've never heard of it. Well, that's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> podcast. Um, exactly. Yeah. I do what I, I want. I do, I do what I want. Um, very quickly, Space Jam came out in 97, Kazam came out in 96. Okay, so Space yeah. Jam is actually the knockoff version of <laughs> in a way. Um, it just gets the film just gets ridiculous in Kazam. Um, yeah, I'd like I say, I've never seen it. I was hoping it'd be quite wholesome, and it wasn't. It was actually just a bit weird and shit. Um, but I still mm. like the cover. Anyway, um, HE Double Hockey Sticks. Um, yeah, that came out in 1999. It did. Um, as far as I'm aware, I think it was a straight to Disney channel. It was like a Disney Channel movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, this is part of what I was going to say. Um, why we might find it difficult to, <laughs> to actually find a copy of this in a blockbuster. Yeah. But we've got hard to find machine. a blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as I say, we've got the time machine. We can go anywhere. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> this this uh, aired on the the third of October, nineteen ninety nine. So we've got the last three months of the nineties, and this is how they fucking end it. <laughs> yeah, the nineties, exactly. the greatest decade of all time, and you end it on this. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, that's a lie. Actually, do you know how nineteen ninety nine was ended? Uh, with the Millennium Bug, of course. Of course. Well, that's how it started. <laughs> that's how the two year two thousand started. Okay. Yeah, uh, it ended with a party with Prince. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Partying actually, like it's nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. What way to bookend the decade? Um, <laughs> so, okay. So, what did you think of the film? Like, like, just on the whole, what did you think? I thought it was, to be honest, it. I I found it quite enjoyable. Um, I think it was one of those films that I would have been flicking through, uh, you know, my cable on my cable at the time, yeah. flicking through and seeing that. And I probably would have thought, okay, yeah, I'll give this a go. And, uh, you know, it's nothing that I would have got 
obsessed about, but yeah, it was it, it's okay, it's okay, it was enjoyable. I thought, but you, you're not a fan, I take it. No, I really struggled with it. I really, <laughs> I, I think I struggled because we watched it on YouTube, and I think obviously oh. the quality wasn't great on YouTube. I mean, um, right, hang on a second, because the whoever it was that uploaded it to YouTube, <laughs> for, <laughs> no, first of all, uh, like, l- let me find the person's. Okay, so it was Jody Melville. Okay, <laughs> Jody Melville. So first of all, thank you, Jody Melville, for uploading it. Seriously, you know it's it's the full movie, or as far as I can tell, it is. It's yeah. in fifteen fucking parts. Yep, and um, and it looks like it's been recorded. It looks like a dodgy, you know, yeah. like an old pirate video. Pirate video. It really um, is like that, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It really is. Like it's like someone's literally filmed their TV. Yeah, I think um, that is actually what has happened. Jody Melville yeah. has has filmed their their TV yeah. and then yeah. uploaded. I mean, I struggled with the film just visually watching it as as like a pirate sort of essentially copy of the film. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was. I mean, I think I might. Yeah, when I was as 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 a I don't know what was I thirteen as a thirteen year old, I probably would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, but as a thirty-five-year-old, um, it was ah, oh, it was just it was just pure slapstick all the way through for me. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a lot of them. Slapstick is my least favorite sort of comedy. Um, yes, yes, genre. we know that from the Batman and Robin. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but even in like in the Mighty Ducks, which I absolutely praise and love, but there are there are the one or two moments of slapstick which I think completely lowers the tone. <laughs> Like yeah. there's a bit like at the start of D two, there's a bit where they're all skating and having a good time and then um what's his face? Um Fulton Reed comes in and basically picks up the uh the, the Hawks players, flips them upside down and just sort of I don't know, just sort of messes with them a bit because they're yeah. trying to bully the ducks. Yeah. And then he goes, Hey guys, and he's got this real sort of deep voice. That's and, right. And then you get this weird sort of cheesy sort of home alone kind of and I love home alone, but this sort of home alone slapstick sort of humor and it's like the one of the only slapstick moments in the film and i'm like no yeah and, and it happens in the first film as well when like they they put like the dog shit in the bag that's and right the guy yeah. chases him and it's all sped up like benny hill yeah you get the little yeah sounds and things like that yeah and i just and so for me like in those films i'm like ah, but then the rest of the film is just pure heart and soul and brilliant but this film it was just i mean honestly it made Panto seemed like high <laughs> high class sort of Shakespeare. It was so over the top. It was just, it was so over the top. It was so slapstick. It was all the characters annoyed the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um. It, honestly, it's like the one of those sort of like true life sort of hallmark Christmas films. Like that's that's the that was the quality yes. of the yeah. acting and, and the writing. And it was just so corny and so cheesy. Yeah. Very corny. Oh, maybe very maybe, it's just, maybe because it's a really really hot day. And because it's a really, really <laughs> hot day, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm hot, I'm sticky, I've got hay fever, and I just wasn't in the mood. <laughs> just um, not in the mood. Well, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood. But I was watching it just going, oh, oh what? No, to be fair, I think you, you would probably feel the same way regardless, because it is, everything that you said is yeah. true. <laughs> um and well, I mean, well, we'll we'll get into discussing the film yeah. uh, in like you know fully, but um, just quickly. So we've got, I mean, for a straight to TV film, there's some decent stars in here. Um, yeah. I mean, Rhea Perlman, 
Yeah. You know, Who's, she's yeah, cheers. massive. Yeah, cheers, Matilda. Yeah. Certainly at this point, uh, you know, in uh, yeah, in time, she was, yeah, she's a, a big name. Yeah. Um, then we've got Gabrielle Union. Is that? She was in, um, she is, she plays Gabrielle, um, the double oh. agent. Yeah. 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 Spoiler alert. Who is she? Yeah, yeah. So she was in Bring It On. She was in Ten Things I Hate oh, About You. She was on was Bad it. Boys Two. So you know, it's a pretty decent resume. And uh, the two sort of main guys, so Will Friedel, um, yeah. who plays Griffelkin, and Matthew Lawrence, who plays Heinrich. Yep. Dave Heinrich. Um, apparently, were both in Boy Meets World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Boy mean, Meets Boy Meets yeah. World. That's quite a. That's quite a nineties. Oh, it is. Um, thing, isn't it? But yeah, I, I yeah, never yeah. got into it, to be honest. Never, ever got into it. Yeah, it was one of those shows I never used to watch religiously, but if it was on, I'd watch it. I'd probably enjoy it, but never sort of went, oh, crap, Boy Meets World's on, where yeah. Grand Jill I had to watch, Biker Grove I had to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, so, yeah, as you say, some big names in it. I think the I think the issue is, is that with, when you watch early 90s films, and I was actually completely fooled here, because when, when you showed me, when you told me what it was called eight, quite a while back, I looked yeah. online and I saw the 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 um, like the poster. I saw the, yeah. the marketing, and it actually looks like it should be early nineties. Yes, and I think it might be the font of the of the um, could be of the title. I don't know, but there's something about it. It looks very very early nineties, and I was really looking forward to it. But it isn't. It's late nineties, and the, the issue with a lot of the late nineties stuff I find is that what they're trying to do is just capitalise on everything that was yes. actually really good about the nineties. Yes. So you know, like early nineties, you get grunge, and then mid nineties, you get all these sort of fake Pearl Jam wannabe sort of essentially tribute acts. Yeah. All these sort of post-grunge bands that just sound just like Pearl Jam, Creed. Yeah. Um, and even like the new metal scene, like new metal scene when it's kicking off in like 90, 95, 96, like when it was really sort of starting, you know, by 99, you had like, it was new metal fodder, like like like, mm. like indie fodder in the mid noughties. Yeah. Mid to late noughties. And I think that's what's happened is by the late 90s, they were just sort of using, approaching every little bit of the 90s you know, about a, ho- about a hockey team, about this, about that, about that. And yeah. as a result, you've just got this potion of, in my, <laughs> potion of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like a late 90s post-grunge band, actually. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Instead of Puddle of Mud. <laughs> Lee singer from Creed's new band. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, that's what it is. It, it feels very, very late nineties. In, in yeah, and by that, I don't mean in, in the best way. I mean in the kind of like, oh, okay, give it up, give it, you know, move on, kind of. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's based on. <laughs> I say move on. We're we're doing a podcast about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Move on. <laughs> we haven't moved on in thirty years. <laughs> but uh, but the thing is, right? This film is based on an opera right so it's a so it's based on an opera called griffelkin that was inspired by a german folklore tale um sorry a german folk tale about a devil who yeah i mean it's basically the same as the film he starts off as a demon uh, but he's he's too nice basically to be a demon um so the, the thing is, you know, obviously an opera, you would think if it's based on an opera, it's got mm. a lot of story to it. And, and, yeah. and but it's just it, it is very I, I found it very lazy. It was um, very cheap, wasn't it? Very yeah, cheap, yeah, very cheap, very lazy, very 
rushed. I felt like the story yeah. was rushed. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I felt like, like we were saying earlier, like, you know, you look at the, the cover, I think the cover is very misleading, or the it poster is. or whatever it is, is, yeah, is yeah. very misleading. Because I looked at that and thought it was a much more adult film. Yeah. Than, yeah, than it turned out to be. Yeah, um, I thought it was going to be like a Remember the Titans or even like a Mighty Ducks, like a real, yeah. something with a lot of heart and a lot of kind of, you know, very wholesome. I thought it would be a very wholesome film. I didn't realise it was like pure slapstick. I thought it might actually be quite a dark film. I thought it was going for that sort of uh, for for that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, it turned out to be quite the <laughs> quite the opposite, really. Yeah. yeah, like you say, it's very much you know capitalising on the fact that sports films, particularly mm. sports films featuring kids or where kids were involved in some way, yeah, were huge in the nineties. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, let's just like rehash that idea, and yeah. um, and it was it was lazy, and I think it could have been done better. Yeah, I agree. And and it's uh, just a, a bit of a shame, really. So yeah, I mean, we've heard that story so many times, like you know, the story of the de- you know someone selling their soul to the devil, to yeah, the best rock star, or the best um, the best football player, or the best you know best musician, whatever. Well, uh, yeah. so, you know, we've heard that story so many times. I mean, it's bloody what's his face, isn't it? it it's Faust, Doctor Faust. You know, Faust. Yeah. It's, it's all of that. We've heard it we've, for hundreds of years. We've been hearing this story. So I was like, okay, here we go, another version of that set in you know nineties America. Um, about a hockey player who wants to be the best. Yeah, but there, as you say, there could be some real dark elements to it. But it wasn't. It was just. It was just pure. Slapstick. There was that bit where right at the beginning where we're sitting there watching the game, the devil, and then yeah. she comes in like his his sort of sidekick who we later yeah. find out is um is a double agent. And I'm telling you this because I don't think anyone should watch this film. So... <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking uh, about, man? We yeah. trying to encourage people to go to Blockbuster and rent this. Rent something else, rent the Mighty Ducks again. <laughs> um but there's um Dave's gonna watch this and then we'll talk to Dave about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he'll be like, fuck that. I'm gonna watch it. Dave will, uh, Dave will love it. He will love it. Yeah, <laughs> he probably will. He'll, he'll find to join it and probably make make me change my mind. Um, <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, I didn't see it like that. Yeah, very, very good. But he, <laughs> but it was, it was so. Um, but there's that bit where she comes down the stairs and she's sort of like selling like food. In oh the god, yeah. And then she just starts hitting him in the face. Like it yeah. just makes no. It just made no sense. I get if she wanted to get his attention in some yeah. way, but it was just. It was just so stupid. It was over the top, wasn't it? it was I was so thinking over the, the same thing. That particular part, they, you know, one one sort of hit over the head, maybe two would have yeah. done, but it was, uh, yeah, it was way it was over the top. It was actually. It was... I actually watched that film, embarrassed for the actors, thinking, oh my god, <laughs> no, honestly, I, I was, I was sitting there thinking, how the fuck have you, how are you selling this? How are you actually going? Yeah, I'm in this amazing new Disney Channel film. Yeah, I'm selling this. Um, and this and is it, coming from the guy who loves Three Ninjas, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Three Ninjas is a is a fucking Scorsese film. Tour de Force, Tour de Force, Oscar winning, Oscar worthy master. Light up the eyes, boys. It's um, it's an art. No idea what that means. Well, you, as soon as you bloody watch the film, <laughs> Honestly, one of these I'm, days, I'm, I'm not having this. Like. I don't mean to sort of like talk about the future and anything, but like, you know, if you're on your fucking deathbed in about 40, 50 years time, you still haven't watched it. I don't care how old you are. I'm going to sit down. Like, listen, you're not going until you watch this. 
Well, um, just, you know, talking about um, Three Ninjas being like Oscar worthy in comparison to this, 80 Double Hockey Sticks was nominated for. (laughs) Wait, wait for it. (laughs) Wait for it. 80 Double Hockey Sticks was nominated for Best Sound Editing at the Television... Sorry, sorry, Best Sound Editing in the Television Movies and Specials category at the Golden Reel Awards. Oh, God. Oh, God. And that is the one and only nomination that it ever received for anything. Well, do you know what? Because it was all on YouTube, I wanted to see what the the people saw, what the public saw. And people were like, oh, I love this film. Oh, my God. One person even said, I I dread this film. I thought this this film wasn't real. It is real. (laughs) And I I wish wish it wasn't wasn't real. (laughs) But it's like, but it it is like the acting's so over the top and there's no heart in it. When I watch The Mighty Ducks and I watch The Sandlot, I watch any... Any other film, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> any, other any other film, no, but any other film, like especially sports film of the nineties, there's so much heart and there's so much soul in it, and you genuinely care for the characters. Maybe yeah. not all of them, but you genuinely do. There was no one in this that I cared about at all. Not even yeah. kids. Uh, oh well, okay. Let's let's get into the actual film. Okay, yeah. so um, starts off with our sort of main character, I guess, Griffle King. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's he's the demon. Yeah. yeah. So he starts off. Uh, I mean, you've got the awful intro sequence where they're playing feeling hot. Yeah. He's walking through what yeah. looks like some sort of factory or something. It's like Beetlejuice. It honestly looked like a, a, a Beetlejuice kind of replica. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got that little um, the the bus driver is very Beetlejuice, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought when the bus driver popped up. I thought, ah, it's very Beetlejuice. yeah, very Beetlejuice. But can I just yeah. Say- quickly like the the straight away it pissed me off as soon as that it was feeling that the song came on it's feeling hot hot i'm feeling hot 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 yeah i was like this is annoying but what really annoyed <laughs> me was that they really tried to show how clever they were with the title because obviously the title he double hockey sticks as you as yeah. you said to me double hockey, hockey sticks together makes yeah. two l's so basically it spells the word hell they yes. even did that at the beginning. They even wrote the word hell. Yeah. They even put the hockey sticks there so we could read it as hell. Yeah. And then change it to double hockey, the, the word yeah. double hockey sticks. It literally was spoon feeding us. Yeah. So they thought they were being so clever with it, but they were like, people aren't going to get this. So we better tell them <laughs> what it means. I'm like, just call it, some, call it something else. <laughs> well, I was ask. confused actually, because on the poster, the hockey sticks have crossed over. So it looks like an yeah. X. So I thought, is this yes. supposed to be Hex then? Is it supposed honestly, to be saying Hex? I honestly thought the film was called Hex. Yeah. Well, it, uh, I mean, it turns out it's a, a, a supposedly it's um, a common euphemism for the word hell. But yeah. I'm guessing it's a common euphemism in America and Canada. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not over here. Um, <laughs> I've <laughs> never heard of it Give before. them hell. Give them H. When you start playing games, I'm going to start shouting that. <laughs> oh, imagine the charge of the light brigade <laughs> into the mouth of eighty double hockey sticks. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, the opening is you know we're in hell. It's like a factory. He's roaming around all cocky. Yeah, um, yeah, he's loving it. Um, we're introduced to. Rhea Perlman's character, yep. Miss B, or she's supposed to be. I don't. She's not supposed to be like the boss, is she? Because no, she I references. Yeah, 
the fact that she's working for someone. Yeah. So, but she's just sort of like the boss of this particular. Yeah, yeah. Um, and whatever we meet, you want to call it. We meet an annoying double act, Skid and Mark. Oh, Skid and Mark. Now, uh, my first thought with these guys was Bulk and Skull. Yeah, exactly you know? what I thought. <laughs> Bulk and Skull. And the whole thing had a real Power Rangers feel to it. Yeah, it did. Well, this, you know, this seemed to be a, a bit of a 90s trope as well, didn't it? You having the two, the sort double of. Double act. Yeah, yeah, the buffoon Brilliant. double acts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and Skin and Mark definitely fit into that. Um, they don't really add anything to the story. They don't no. really do anything. So no, not at all. Not at all. They don't really have. <laughs> they don't really kind of bring anything to it. They're just two numb nuts who are just are meant to be comic relief, but the whole thing is essentially just one big. Farce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah, but I mean straight away. Lots of um, very strong '90s looks. I mean, yeah. Griffelkin. Uh, yeah. Could he? Could he look any more '90s? Mate, Mike, he could uh... have been in any new metal band. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. He got. He's got the. It reminds me of uh, the guy from Crazy Town. Yes, he's like <laughs> fucking Crazy Town, and without the face paint, mud vein. <laughs> okay, I don't think I've ever seen Mudvayne without the face paint, but but yeah, he's got the little goatee, he's got the dyed hair. Yeah, um, he's so nineties, so there late nineties. There was a bit where she says to him, "You know, you need to go to to Earth and you need to get someone's soul." And he's like, "Soul? I've got loads of soul." And he puts oh on and starts pretending that he's Stevie Wonder. And oh, I just wanted God. to throw my iPad out the window. That was <laughs> terrible. That really was terrible. That was akin to. That scene in Airborne with Seth Green, where he's trying all the clothes oh, on. Oh yeah, just absolute cringe. I mean, the absolute one thing the, the the one thing that we can say about this is it didn't last as long <laughs> as, no, as that one not. did in Airborne. That one went on. That one went on forever. <laughs> it went on for way too long. <laughs> way too long. Uh, but there's yeah, we got some some good nineties lingo in here as well, where yeah. he he talks about being stoked. And yep. um, and uh, Mrs. B says something about blowing this taco stand or something like yeah, that. It was yeah, all yeah. very, very 90s lingo. There's a va- vanilla ice reference in there yeah. somewhere. I can't remember what she says now, yeah. but it's some- there's something about vanilla ice. It's all, yeah. it's all very 90s. I mean, that's about a... the best thing we can say about this Yeah, stuff. that's it, really. And there's a French um, sort of Marie Antoinette kind of head that talks. That's right. Yeah, she pops up um, throughout the film, Marie Antoinette. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Exactly. Why the hell not? Um, then he does. He comes. He does. He comes to Earth, and he has to, in order to earn his own horns, he mm. has to um, get someone to sign away their soul. Mm. Which is um, where the like the other sort of main character, Dave Heinrich, comes into it. But very yeah. quickly before he leaves for Earth. Mrs. B or Miss B or whatever she is, hands him mm. the latest in underworld gadgetry, a flip phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I loved. Yeah. I just loved seeing that and, and just the idea of that being the absolute height of technology. I know, I know. And that's how they talk. They talk from, from earth and hell. They they talk over a flip phone. Yeah, over a little flip phone, yeah. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. It, 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 honestly, their relationship and the way she the way she I mean, I think she's a brilliant actress, but in this mm. she was being very 
uh, Rita from Power Rangers. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. She was, wasn't she? She was being oh very my funny. God. I mean, the whole place was like a bloody butcher's. Like, the amount of ham on that in that film. <laughs> it was unreal. Um, it was. But then, yeah, he does. He comes. He comes to. He comes to Earth and meets. <laughs> We were struggling talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. God. Meets Dave. um, And, yeah, so Dave is his victim. And Dave, again, it's it's a different 90s look, but it's a very 90s look, isn't it? It is. It's very sort of heartthrob, team team crush, kind of. You've got the all-American smile. Yeah, yeah. Again, I suppose the fact that they're both in Boy Meets World, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and Dave yeah, introduces yeah. us to the Heinrich manoeuvre. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> the Heinrich oh, manoeuvre. It's just like, and, it, and then also the team, what are the team called again? They're like the... The demons. The demons. And the Delaware like, demons. The Delaware demons. And they're, and on the top it says Infernos. Um, yeah. So it's all devil themed. It's all hell themed. I mean, there's way too much of all that, isn't there? There's too much of the, of the hell puns and the soul yeah. puns, and and all things like that. There's, it, you know, one or two here and there, fair enough. But it was yeah. like nonstop. It was. <laughs> it was. It was just like. The, do you know what it was? Do you know what I've, I've come to realize is that in a lot of the early nineties films, whilst they were aimed at. A younger audience, they were not patronising, and they didn't, they, they they weren't childish. I feel like by yeah. the late nineties, it just became really, really child. All the, all those kids' films became really childish and really yes. immature and childish, and it was totally. Like, do you know what I mean? Like really <coughs> immature, and, and it was just kind of like there, there was. It wasn't a family film. They were, they were just for for. It felt like it was for little kids, like genuine. Yeah. Actual little kids. Well, I think like no series of films sums that up better than the 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 Batman films in the nineties. You know, yeah. I mean, look at that. You go from as we said before. You know, Batman Returns, yeah, which was quite sort of dark and disturbing in places. Yeah, to Batman and Robin, which is just oh my god. You know, it's so yeah. to totally the opposite. It was, you know? it was so. so um, that's it. But it that's the thing. The late nineties started to become really just sort of just too um, a caricature of the nineties. Yeah, yeah, and too I mean? corny, too corny yeah. and cheesy. Yeah, it was like it was like the decade was over, but it was like let's just you know rinse it for what what is you know what, what all the all the all the all the good bits of the nineties. Let's put it all into this film, yeah, um, or into this album or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, and also we're introduced to a girl and her brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, the girl again. There's a lot of about this film that didn't make sense to me. Yeah, and the girl is obviously the love interest of Heinrich, who's the main yeah. sort of character, um, or one of the main characters. I, th- I, I don't know which one's supposed to be the main character. It's supposed to be Griffelkin, really. I suppose. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, yeah. That's the character sort of who we follow. Yeah, but Heinrich is sort of the hero. But yeah. Griffelkin is as well. Anyway, so Hein um that the girl Anne is Heinrich's um love interest. Yeah. Um again, it doesn't really there's not a lot of backstory. No. There's not a lot of you, you don't get to see much about their relationship that makes you 
get invested in it. You no. know, you just don't really care, do you? No, <laughs> like... that's the thing. Like, none of them you don't care. The little kid, he's just a little... He's a little shit, isn't he? <laughs> he is. He's a little shit. He's a little brat. He's too cocky. He's a, pro- he's a proper little... Yeah, he's not. He's not my cup of tea. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't like him. I didn't like that kid. <laughs> he's probably about ten, and I don't like. He's probably my least favourite character in the whole. Thing. <laughs> yes, same. <here. laughs> that includes Skinner Mark. I know. I know. Yeah, Skinner Mark do a spit, <laughs> being a mashup with James and Bob. Um, <laughs> and it's just. I mean, it's hard to kind of talk about the film in general because it's just. It, I mean, I'm sure you can all guess the story. You know, Dave signs away his his soul to be like the mm. best hockey player. Um, and then obviously success comes to him. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's that really, again, it's so on the nose, uh, the scene where the reporters are talking to him and he goes, I'd sell my soul to win the Stanley Cup. Yep. And then Griffelkin's there in the, in the, like yeah. in the background going, Oh, can you just say that bit about the soul again or whatever? Yeah. And it's all just way too, like yeah. telegraphed and, and everything, isn't That's it? That's what it is. It's so on the nose. It's so telegraphed. And do you know what? Like As I say, we've heard this story so many times, whether it's in Tribute, you know, the Temptonacious D song. Yeah, um, yeah. But the, the what I always think of, I think one of the best stories, uh, the best versions, was uh, when Homer sold his soul for a donut. Oh, yes. That episode of The Simpsons is way better than this film. Yeah, that one, like, ten minutes, <coughs> that one ten-minute little story from the Treehouse of exactly. Horror was better than the whole film. <laughs> exactly. There's a great episode of Futurama as well where uh, Bender goes to Robot Hell, which is absolutely one of my favourite yeah. episodes of Futurama. Again, yeah. I, I would suggest, um, if you're listening to this, Go watch that episode of Treehouse of Horror and watch this episode of Futurama rather than watching this film. Yeah, honestly, because it's, 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 it's it just doesn't get any. The thing is, once the tone the tone is set at the beginning, it's not going to change. It's not going to become some lovely, wholesome Mighty Ducks film. It just isn't. No, it's, no. it's it's just pure slapstick and stupidity all the way through. So. We, we have a look at um, Heinrich's team, which are the Demons. The Demons are rubbish, basically. They're, like, bottom of the league or, or something like that. Yeah. And um, they haven't won a game in 10 games or something, one of the announcers says. Yeah. So, basically, they're rubbish. Yeah. And um, so we have a look at his team. One of the players in the team, Lennard, he's, he's like, dropping all the sticks all over the place. He gets on yeah. the ice and he can't skate. And I'm just thinking, how did this guy get into the NHL? Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> that's the thing. It's not like it's a local team or an amateur team. It's that's like, what I mean. The NHL. The, the we Stanley see Club. them. We see them playing uh, the Detroit Red Wings. We see them playing the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- uh, like later on in the film, there's uh, we see the New York Rangers. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is they're an NHL team. And yeah. like you say, they're going for the Stanley Cup, which is the the, the trophy the, the, yeah. f- for the NHL. Yeah. And yet, you've got these awful players in this team, mm. and in another team, which we'll come to in a bit. And yeah, it's just like, how the hell did these people get in? I know. End up know. playing for, in the NHL. This is it. Uh, this is why it's so unbelievable. It's just it's all yeah. It's too far-fetched, isn't it's it? So like you say, far-fetched. I mean, with the Mighty Ducks, they're rubbish, but they're playing in some peewee, you know, local peewee league. Yeah, you know, exactly. they become good. They end they, up 
you yeah. know, playing in the Olympics. The Minnesota but, Miracle Man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at the beginning, they're, they're rubbish. But it's fine because you don't have to suspend your belief because they're playing in some shitty yeah. little local league. Yeah. You know? But yeah. these guys are playing in the NHL and they can't even skate. I know. Yeah, exactly. It's utterly ridiculous. It really is. Yeah. And the thing is, I think as a when you watch something... And I found this. Did you ever see the film Yesterday? By uh, it's all about the guy. Who, he says that he invented all the Beatles songs. Um, no, have you heard about it? I know of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an awful film. It's so so bad. Like, the, <laughs> like it's like it's a night. It's a funny idea that the, the whole there's like a, a world blackout and everyone wakes up not knowing who the Beatles is, apart from one guy who's a musician, and so he yeah, steals okay. all their songs. No, I don't like concepts you, like that. What is? I mean, it's a funny sort of concept, like as a sketch, but not as a whole bloody film. Yeah, the issue is. Is that you're sitting there rooting for a guy who's plagiarizing a whole band and <laughs> and it's not his stuff. And actually, you go, mm, I don't really want him to win because he's he's cheating. And yeah. that's kind of how it feels with this. It's kind of like he sold his soul to the devil. Team's going to be amazing now, or he's going to be amazing now. But it's not because he is. It's because or or because the team are. It's because mm. the devil's made it made it so. And so you kind of find it hard to root for someone who's who's essentially cheating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. And um, yeah, he's just not a likable character anyway, really. No. I mean, he becomes more likable as the film goes on. Um, yeah. And then you've got, like we say, we've got this this love interest. And um, and I mean, Griffelkin, for some reason, after, he, after Heinrich agrees to sell his soul, mm. Griffelkin suddenly becomes bothered about his... Uh, about Heinrich's love life. There's no yeah. explanation no. as to why <laughs> he just suddenly becomes really bothered about it yeah. and decides to get him back with the girl. Now, yeah. again, in this sort of film, you would expect Heinrich to sort of, you know, he sold his soul, he becomes an amazing player. You'd expect him to sort of get carried away with the fame and everything, yeah. first of all. Yeah. And then later then on to sort of realise, oh, you know, I've lost this wonderful girl or whatever. Yeah. But straight away, he's like, he's become this big shot. And he's on the phone to her saying, like, call me, you know. And it's like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a bit strange. And then Griffelkin, yeah. like I say, Griffelkin becomes um, sort of uh, interested in this love life for, for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And um, gets them back together. Mm. Now, at this point, um, he, Heinrich gets traded to another team. And again, there is no explanation. No, no. Why did he get traded? All of a sudden, he's traded. The only thing I can, you know, is that another team can afford him, so he's gone to the other team. But then it goes against the whole point of him trying to win for his team. Yeah, is it's so? It was so, that was so strange because it comes up they're they're sitting in his like quote unquote his diner, which yeah. apparently he never visits and whatever. Yeah. Um but they're sitting there and then all of a sudden it comes up on the TV that he's been traded. And you think to yourself, okay, well there's gonna be some explanation as to why he's been traded, but nope. No. Nothing. Nope. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And then obviously that puts a bit of a spanner in the works and everything and and then then, oh, then there's that really fucking cheesy bit where he meets like the new team and stuff and the coach goes, Oh, the player over there He's a brilliant shot, but only when you insult him. Oh, then, this guy. And then he's like, hey, your mother's this. Like, he starts insulting. There's like a mum cuss. Yeah. And then all of yeah. a sudden, he goes, what? What? And then yeah. hits the bloody hockey puck. It then nearly hits, 
you know, Dave and, and, and the coach. Yeah. Um, they duck, hits the window instead, smashes it, and then he's like, oh, sorry, coach. Yeah, yeah. Let's I can't see. remember the character's name now, but he's like, he's basically a mashup of Fulton Reed yeah. and the water boy. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And it's just, it was just so, oh, it's just so cringe and cliche. It's so bad. Uh, you've got the goalkeeper who can't see anything. I mean, yeah. come on, man. You you can't find a better goalkeeper. I know. <laughs> yeah. and, and he's been traded up to this team. <laughs> yeah, again. Again, see, these guys are in the NHL. I mean, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, so, so he's now playing for the Annapolis Angels. So he's gone from the Demons to the Angels. Again, way too on the nose. Mm-hmm. But okay, you sort of you can understand it. You can let them get away with it. Yeah. Um, and then again, this awful bit where where him and uh, um, Anne, Dave and Anne are sitting in. I think they're sitting in the diner, and yeah. um, I can't remember what he says to her. But she's and then she says back to him, "Oh, maybe you really do have a soul." And as she says that, there is a song playing in the background, and the lyrics are, Why'd you give your soul away? Oh, <laughs> and it's like, Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you know what made me realize, though, going off What's subject that? slightly, that The Simpsons did this story twice? Did they? Yeah. Do you remember? They, so they did it at the Treehouse of Horror, where Homer sold yeah. himself to the devil. Ah, Bart and Millhouse. Yeah. There was a whole episode where yes. Bart sells his soul to Millhouse. That's um, right. And then he and he's like, I don't have a soul, and dogs are barking at him, and yeah, 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 yeah. Again, the Simpsons did a better job of the of the story. <laughs> they did. Yeah. I mean, this was Golden Age Simpsons, so it was yeah, probably better than be. anything else on TV at the time, anyway. Yeah, um, to be fair, yeah, to be fair. But yeah, so there's, you know, there's all of that. That's it. It's so on the nose. The word soul and hell, and like you get to the end of the film, and there's still all those guys with it all supporting the team, all like doing like devil horns and stuff like that and yeah, like, yeah we get it we get it <laughs> yeah exactly we got it. you shoved it down our throats for you li- an they hour literally and a half. shoved it down our throats and it was just yeah. so everything about it was just so on the nose that, that's yeah. the word for it it was so on the nose it was it was um i kept look, i'll be honest with you i kept looking at the parts because obviously i watched this on youtube and as you said yeah. there are 15 parts yeah i got to like part 13 and 14 and i was like yes we're getting there. We're yeah, there. honestly, same here. Yeah, I was like, kept pressing my screen to see how much longer was left of, of each part. Yeah, well. and when it was like a three-minute part, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, this one's but only the, short, yeah. But the film didn't really finish because obviously we've got part 15 and they're on the sort of the fairground ride and then it just yeah. sort of stopped. Yeah, it just stops, yeah. Well, I think that's that's the end, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean what? Better, was it? Yeah, do you want, do you want more? <laughs> No, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just to, to wrap the film up. So, he's traded now from the Demons to the Angels. Somehow, the Angels are the worst team in the league now, even though when the film started, the Demons were the worst team yeah, in the league. Makes no sense. Yeah. So, um, they, again, somehow the two worst teams in the league end up playing each other in the Stanley Cup final, mm-hmm. which in reality is um, a best of seven series, but in this film it's a one-off game <laughs> and yep. they play and the scores are uh, 3-3 at coming towards the end of the third period Heinrich gets knocked out by his own player who's under the influence of Miss Bilzebub 
Rio Perlman, who is in the crowd watching the game, trying to uh, yeah. trying to influence the result. So Heinrich is now out of the game. He's on a like a little um, treatment table in the back, yeah. and they dress up yeah. Griffelkin as Heinrich, and he goes out on the ice. Uh, yeah, he can't skate. Got his face covered up. He's got his face covered up so that no one can can see him. Uh, he can't skate, and um, he basically, from what I could tell, oh, they do the kids' manoeuvre, don't they? They do the kid. What do they? What do you call it? The Louis leftover. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's called the Louis leftover, even though the kid's name is Louis, not Louis. Um, it's, it's plot hole. It's the. Um, it's their attempt at a flying V, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do this, and you turn around, and you do this, and you don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, that kid was so. And, he was. I, he's too he was cocky. not likable, was he? No, not at all. Even when he picked up the phone, he's like, "Hello." I was like, I knew he was going to be annoying when he picked up the phone. And then he just hung up on him. Yeah, he's a he's a prick. <laughs> and and then the the girl the uh, Anne walks over and he and says like, "Who was that?" And he's like, "And I was expecting him to lie." And he was like. Oh, it was Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. But um, yeah, so they do the kids move, the Louis leftover, which I couldn't work out what it was supposed to be. But yeah. the commentator was saying something about a figure of eight. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the point way, is, is com- yeah, yeah, it was. It was way too complicated. It took about yeah. 10 minutes, even though there was only 45 seconds left on the, on the yeah, clock. Yeah. Um, and then Griffelkin amazingly scores the goal, the game-winning goal, and and I mean that is pretty much the end of the film, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And then they go on a ride. Yeah, they go on a fairground ride. It goes really fast, and then it yeah. Oh, sorry, we forgot to say that. Um, yeah, this uh, Gabrielle character who had been helping oh, yeah. him originally. Um, as a demon, turns up at the end as an angel, and it turns out, oh, she's a double agent. But she doesn't do anything. No. She doesn't no, she help doesn't do in anything. any way. I thought, when she was like, I'm a double agent, I was like, ah, oh, she's basically here to teach him a lesson to be good, and he's going to get his wings instead of his horns, and he's going to become yeah. an angel, because he's done yeah. a good thing. Nope. No. Nope. No. She just, Nothing. Put on, just put on a white suit. Yeah, she just comes in and, like, look at me, and yeah. then that's it. She doesn't... And even earlier in the film... I mean, she gives him little hints like, oh, go yeah. to this place or go to that place. But she doesn't actually do anything, no. does she? I don't see her point. If she was a double agent, what was she trying to do? What, she wasn't exactly. trying to sabotage anything. She wasn't trying to help him in any kind of way. She was. I, I just don't get it. She was. There was no point of her being in that film. Yeah. I mean, yeah, again, she did. She was a totally unnecessary character. Yeah. And the thing is, she was She was brought in, but I was fully expecting Skid and Mark um, to be the double act that come with him on his kind of like to sort of help him and everything. But they, yeah, you know, yeah. They, they just yeah. didn't. No, no. They, again, they, they didn't really do much. Um, just carrying around a toaster or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's just, it was one of those films where it just sort of, I just, it just, it makes you go, who fucking gave, who, who made this? Who, who gave the green light to this? Who, who, who okayed this? Who okayed it? And do you know what was annoying as well? And actually, would have really annoyed me as a kid. Was that when, that? I, when I was a kid, I used to whenever there was a film that I wanted to tape on TV, I had a real. Um, I was really particular about. Um, I was really, really particular about 
uh, recording it using my using my uh, VHS player, uh, my video player. But every time we got to an advert, much like when you do like the top forty on the radio, I had to sort of stop it, bang on, uh, like pause it, and then carry on recording when the film came back. But yeah. basically, the point I'm trying to make is, I always wanted to make it feel like I had the I had the film on video. Yeah, Even though yeah. it was like um, a tape, and I taped it off the telly. <clears throat> Yep. It was, you know, it's weird. Me, t- I'm finding it hard to talk about this because I've not used the words taped it off the telly in about 20 yeah. years. <laughs> I'm trying to find the right words to describe <laughs> it. With vocabulary I've completely just forgotten about. Um, <laughs> but I would want to tape it off the telly but make it feel like, for me, that this was like legit the film that, yes. I, um, that I bought from like Blockbuster or, I don't know, Al Price or HMV or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and what would have really annoyed me as a kid is that if, having this on uh, Disney Channel, oh. they were constantly putting up these little, this is the film and coming up next and later on, yeah. tomorrow we have this. Yes, yeah, yeah. That would have annoyed really me really as well, me. I have to admit, yeah. Um, although one thing that I did like was that um, at one point it said, coming up next, Jimmy Two Shoes. And I was like, what? <laughs> Jimmy Two Shoes? <laughs> I've never heard, have you ever heard of a show called no, Jimmy Two Shoes? No, not at all. Right, but yeah, I remember years ago saying that if I was like uh, like in like Goodfellas or whatever, I would want my name to be Jimmy Two Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know this Brilliant. Jimmy two times. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Jimmy Two Shoes just running around with hang on, just wearing normal shoes. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> one shoe on one foot, one shoe on the other foot. Two shoes. Yeah, he's Jimmy Two Shoes. Everyone's Jimmy Two Shoes. <laughs> no, I'm Jimmy Two Shoes. You're not getting it, Steve. All right, you can be Jimmy Two Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point. Oh my God! But this, do you know what? If I'm if, if I ever join the mafia, I'm want to be known as Jimmy Two Shoes. I'm just oh, saying. This is a shout out to the mafia. If you are teaching, <laughs> or you to know, the mafia massive, <laughs> to the, the mafia massive who love Christmas Eve on his tuck shop time machine. This is a shout out to you. Um, yeah. If you're looking for any, uh, any, I don't know. Have you got any vacancies? Jimmy Two Shoes is your man. Yeah, but we could never. Be, the thing is, we could never be made men, could we? Because we don't have any Italian blood. No, that's true. That's anyway, true. this is a, this is all for another episode. We'll save that for the Goodfellas episode. Yeah. Um, but you know, something to wrap this film up. I basically would say, like anyone that's thinking about watching this film, don't. <laughs> <laughs> And, I'm, and I mean you, Dave. Don't watch it. Like, it's, it's really like watch it, Dave. Watch it. it. Is, like, obviously, I want him to watch it so that we, you know we can all talk about it. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever want to talk about it again. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's been difficult for you to talk about it this time, yeah, hasn't it? Actually, has. The thing is, <laughs> no, but it's good that it's good that we still do a podcast about some stuff that we don't like because otherwise, we're just going to be fanboying over everything. Yeah, um, yeah, true. But I think you know it's. It's one of those films that I think, even at the age of like 13, 14, I started to realise that a lot of the kids' films that were being made, I just wasn't relating to them at all. And at yeah. the time, I thought it's because I was getting older. But actually, I think it's because the tone had changed. I feel, I feel like they actually were aimed at a younger audience. Yeah. And they yeah. were a bit more slapstick and not as wholesome. And Because years later, years about 10 years later, I watched um, Remember the Titans, which, granted, it's not really a kids' film. It's, it's definitely a family film. But it has, it's a Disney film, maybe, I think, I think it was 99, to be honest. Um, but it has yeah, so much right. heart, and it's so beautiful. It's such a gorgeous film. Um, but it's like, you know, I mean, it's not really a kid's film, really. It's more of a family film. But yeah. still, I think that's what it was. I think the tone had changed. I think the, the type of stories they were making had changed. They were churning out all of these terrible Disney 
channel movies. Yeah. Um, in fact, because of because it's on YouTube, my algorithm popped up something yesterday, which was um, it was the top ten or top twenty most underrated Disney Channel films, and I watched it. It was like a ten minute video, and actually, there was only out of the ten of them or twenty of them, I only recognised one. Wow. But they yeah. churned so many out, so many crazy, crazy films. Was AG Double Hockey Sticks one of them? Do you know what? It wasn't. No, it wasn't now, I don't think. No, it so it's not even, it didn't even make it into that. <laughs> no, to be fair, it might even be on like, the top 10 best ones. This was the top 10 most underrated. And the thing oh, was, okay. I was sitting there watching it going, oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't watch this one. Oh, look at that one. But if they're anything like this, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm not doing Going to avoid them. Give them yeah. a wide berth. Yeah. Um, I, one thing that I did like towards the end is when uh, Rhea Perlman's character shrinks that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did find that quite funny. So he, just got, he just got shrunk. That was yeah. a bit Beetlejuice as well. It was. Uh, there were some real Beetlejuice moments. Like right at the beginning where it's like, they're like Beelzebub and it was like, oh, it looks a bit like the Beetlejuice sort of graveyards. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, okay. Um, what would you bring go... back from this film? <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anything? Because I brought back something last time. Have you got anything you want to bring back? Oh, I've got something in mind. I want to. Oh, I don't know. I want to. I want to bring back the person who greenlit this film. I want to have a stern <laughs> word of him. <laughs> Smack him in the teeth. What are you doing? Um, are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I would bring back the the little uh, table hockey game <laughs> that they play um, in in the restaurant. All right. Thing. Deal. That, yeah. that the little kid beats Griffelkin yeah. at like five times or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, that's um, fine. Yeah, which I thought was weird as well because he walks in and yeah. the kid like calls him over like as if they know each other, which they blatantly don't. No. And then they start playing this table hockey game. The yeah. kid's a little shit to him again there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And But yeah, the, I like that little table hockey game. Yeah. So I'll, I'll bring that back. We All can right, have that in the, uh, we can have a few games of that in the, yeah. in the time sounds. machine. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And I'll tell you what, the um the um is that this film actually I mean I, I actually I enjoyed Airborne. I actually did enjoy it. I mean Airborne Airborne is incredibly cheesy and has got some real sort of proper nineties sort of tropes in it, but I did actually enjoy it. And compared to this film, Airborne is an absolute masterclass. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that kind of makes my next question a bit moot. I was gonna say we've had a bit of a a hockey ice hockey theme we have yeah. running through this series we and have. uh the three ice hockey movies well i mean airborne wasn't really an ice hockey movie but it had some no ice one knows what airborne was airborne no, was no <laughs> movie. it's an enigma yes. um but so of the three mighty ducks airborne and he double hockey sticks i was going to mm. ask you where you would rate them in one two three but i think <laughs> Are you no, actually yeah. asking me this question? <laughs> well, no, I was going to ask you that question. I, but after talking thought... <laughs> about AC Double Hockey Sticks for the best part of an hour, I think I know what the answer <laughs> is. I also, I also thought you were going to ask me uh, which of those three are my favourite. I mean, okay. So obviously number one, um, the yeah. Bucks, yeah. Long Shot. Um, yeah. Then Airborne. And then, okay. Uh, it's actually, it feels a bit wrong to even put this on the list, but uh, <laughs> actually double hockey sticks. And it does annoy me because, again, I look at the cover and I'm like, oh, I should really like this film. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's because the cover and the marketing does not match the tone of the film. Yeah, that is very, that is definitely true. That is definitely true. Yeah. Um, what, about what about a rating out of 10 then? Oh, 
Oh, I'm going to be roof. I'm going to be honest. Probably about two. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> I really, really didn't like wow. it. Wow. And I think okay. the reason I give it two, I'm being generous because because <laughs> I quite being like the Beetlejuice, because of the Beetlejuice stuff. I quite like, <laughs> and because you know, because some of the people that I knew from my like, TV were in it. Um, okay. what, would you, wow. what would you give it? Well, okay. I mean, I have been, you know, slagging this film off um, as well. <laughs> but the thing is, no, I did, I did quite enjoy it. Right, yeah. uh, not quite. That's maybe a bit strong, but like, <laughs> but it was, it was all right. You know, like I said, I can imagine it being one of those films that I would have flipped through, yeah, and I would have watched it while it was on, and then I probably would have never watched it again, and yeah. and been quite happy. Yeah. But um, so IMDb gave it a 6.2 out of 10. I saw that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's got 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is obviously that's that's pretty similar uh, mark. Um, I think that's for me, I'd, I'd say that's probably about right. Maybe okay. maybe somewhere between five and six out of 10, I would give it. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair. Yeah. Maybe 5.5. 5. 5. 5.5. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I, do you know what? I think I might have enjoyed it more if I'd watched it when it wasn't like a pirate sort of video copy and on physical yeah. parts. Maybe, I think that definitely contributed to my enjoyment. Also, yes. it on an incredibly hot day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, maybe, maybe that was probably part of it. Um, but, yeah, so I mean, obviously, I mean, I assume that your top three would be Mighty Ducks, Airborne, HE, Double Hockey Six. Uh, do you know what? I don't know. I mean, oh, really? yeah, definitely Mighty Ducks at number one. Let's, <laughs> let's straighten that out. <laughs> Good. Yeah, actually, actually, double hockey sticks at number one. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Um, definitely Mighty Ducks is, like yeah. you said, far and away. Um, yeah. Number one. Yeah. But I'm, I'm a little bit unsure between airborne and actually double hockey sticks mm. to be honest, and I'll tell you why. Because actually double hockey sticks. I don't know how to how to like. It was consistent this. in a way, wasn't it? It was consistent in that it was like I mean, airborne. One minute it's about hockey, then it's about rollerblading, and then it's about. Um, what was yeah, there was another sport in it. What was it? Running? No, what was it? Surfing. surfing. There was a bit of yeah, surfing yeah. in there. Surfing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, I think AC uh, uh, double hockey sticks. Um, is very much uh, just a straight up. It knows what it is. It knows it's yeah. I know what you mean. It's it's uh, rubbish and it knows it's um, <laughs> over the top and whatever. <laughs> so imagine, it's just a bit of market in your own film. Uh, you know it's rubbish. That is how they had to approach the the pitch. Surely, yeah. <laughs> look, listen, guys. We know this film is rubbish, but come They're on. Quite willing to sell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just put it straight on the Disney Channel. It's fine. Yeah. Um. No, but I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But like, like I say, I think H Double Hockey Six is just straight up. You know, um, just fluff. You know what I mean? Oh, well, do you know what? That's funny you say that. That's exactly what I was going to say to you, and I completely forgot. The whole film is pure candy floss, isn't it? It's pure yeah. fluff. It's pure. It's like it's like a sugary sweet. It's. Do you know what it is? The film is like a bag of sweets that you've eaten really, really fast, and then you feel sick. And then you feel sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So least, oh, you that know is, what it is. 
that is very good that is true um but with airborne like there were parts in it where you sort of felt like oh airborne doesn't like you know it, it, it does know that it's um taking itself too seriously there was a couple yeah. of sort of you know sort of winks down the camera and whatever but yeah. i think on the whole airborne did try to be a proper film yeah it did and... i think yeah yeah, it's sort of had quite a few different little tones, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm struggling with with, mm. but I, I guess Airborne is the better film, really. Yeah, I think I yeah I yeah I definitely think so. Yeah. I know um, you think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we very quickly before we wrap up and everything talk about um, a, um, a film that is very dear to our hearts, um, Clerks? Have you seen the new trailer for Clerks Three? I've not seen it yet. When did, when did it come out? Was it came today? Out today? Came out today. Yes. I it today. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Well, brilliant. It looks really good. Does it? Oh, I'm yeah. so glad because yeah. um, that is part of the thing. I'm like, do I watch it or not? I'm so scared. Yeah. You know, I, Honestly, I want it to be amazing. It, it looks great. The concept of the film. Watch the trailer. The concept of the film looks really, really good. And I think uh, when it comes out, me, you, Dave, let's have a a cinema trip. Definitely. Clerks 3. Definitely. And in the original Clerks, they play a bit of hockey on the roof. So this is, uh, you know, it ties in with our hockey theme in. still. It does. Yeah. I prefer the hockey scene in Clerks to the whole. <laughs> to the whole. That like. Five minutes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That scene in Clerks. And just changing all the music in it, because obviously Clerks has got a brilliant soundtrack. Changing all the music in in it and just putting game shows from the 90s (laughs) as as, as the theme music. What we could could have Generation Game. Oh, Family Fortunes would be great. That would be great. Oh my god, yeah, when Vandal shimmies out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is so good. Oh mate, We've I'm genuinely crying. <laughs> We've got to do this. Or, um... Oh god. Big break. <laughs> That'd be good. When, uh, when, 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 when Dante comes out of the toilet. God, yeah. It's only a game, so put a real good fight. I'm gonna be snookering you tonight. Oh my god! Actually, that would be good. Actually, when Kate comes out. Um, oh, my yeah. God, other ones like gladiators. Oh yes, gladiators. That'd be a good one. When they're when they're oh, fighting. Man. When they're fighting. <laughs> Are you a gladiator? We've got to do this. We've got to get oh. the film. And just put Saturday night TV game <laughs> over the top. Oh man, that is absolutely genius. Oh, uh, that I would love that. I would love I mean, to see that. We've got, we've got to do it. There you go. I'm glad we did this episode. Just, just for that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If we'd never watched HE Double Hockey Sticks, we never would have come up with It's true. With that. All right, fine. I'll bump mine up to three three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> just about something that's totally unrelated to the Yeah, film. because of because of clerks. <laughs> oh, man. oh, very good. All right. <laughs>
Oh well. Okay. So yeah. So in in summary, then um, <laughs> neither of us are but, <laughs> uh, neither of us particular fans. Um, uh, I, like I say, I didn't mind it. I thought it was uh, um, trying to think of a, <laughs> a nice way of putting it. I was trying, right. It was watchable. It was watchable. watchable like yeah. I say, um, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it if you know yeah. for anybody listening to this don't go out of your way but um well saying that you've got to go out of your way to watch it because you, you can't do. find it yeah you, can't, yeah you don't just go out your way a little bit you've got to watch it 15 parts on youtube <laughs> you've, really you've really got to go out of your way i mean in this day and age the fact that you can't find it fucking anywhere do you know i what? mean it's, it was a disney channel movie and it's not even on disney plus yeah there you go there you go. No one wants it. No one wants it on their platform. <laughs> no one wants to lay claim to it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is the first and only um, podcast about H-E double hockey sticks? Oh, well, we said that about Airborne. And if that was the case, then this has definitely got to be the case. <laughs> surely. It surely. has to be. It has to be. Nobody seems to even fucking know of it, <laughs> never no. mind anything else. Is, if you do know it and you are listening to this and you do like it, like, I mean... Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, but, I, I mean, it's... No, I mean, it's 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 not good. It's not no, good, is it? No, no, but, good. um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, there you go. There um you go. But at we... least somebody bothered to do a, a podcast episode about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. When I listen to it, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity, right? Yeah, the director that film was watching this going, oh, wow, well, yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine. Podcast, like my film. <laughs> if, he it. spent his whole life thinking he made a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and Grizz and Steve have just come in there and just destroyed it. Absolutely destroyed it. Oh my god. Oh well. Sorry. Sorry. If you are listening and you did direct this film, I'm really sorry. <laughs> what were you thinking? Oh no. I mean seriously, it could you know it is disappointing because it could have been so much better. Yeah. Do you know what? It's yeah. disappointing, not the worst film I've ever seen. Um, no. Yeah, there you go. That's, what I'm uh, that's 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 the best you can say about <laughs> it. Imagine that being on the poster. Not the worst <laughs> not, film. Not the worst film <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't if that doesn't make people want to watch it, then I don't know what will. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Okay. What last thing I wanted to say is yeah. the as I said at the beginning of this. Um, this was uh, based on this uh, <laughs> German folk tale, which then became an opera. Whoever wrote that Disney, <laughs> I was gonna say, whoever wrote that opera must be turning in their fucking grave. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You're like, oh, you come back. Oh, what have they done? What have they done to my opera? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what have they done to my opera? <laughs> I'd be furious. I'd be raging. You would I'd be. be Absolutely fuming. Send the devil. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, right, there you go. So the, the, the first and surely last podcast episode about H-E-Double Hockey Sticks. 
first um, only and last. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Um, yeah, so that that's uh, that's that. I mean, I'm to be honest, I'm surprised that we we got over an hour of uh, yeah discussion out of it. I know, um, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, um, we'll be back um, with a regular touch up time machine episode discussing something that we actually like probably yeah 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 we definitely will okay good good if you'd like to get in touch with us about anything we discussed in the show please email us at touchshoptimemachine at aol.com you can follow us on twitter at time underscore tuck find us on facebook at touchshoptimemachine or check out our new website, Grizz and Steve's 90s Tuck Shop Time Machine.wordpress.com. And finally, a big shout out to Kevin McLeod, who provided all of our music. That's all for this episode. Tune in next time for some more 90s nostalgia. Party on, Grizz. Party on, Steve. Oh, hello, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that was me exhaling. <laughs> Fucking hell. It was like you, did a, it was like you appeared right by a, a tornado. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh. Oh, I was going to say, we've got that on record. Put this at the end of the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's me appearing from hell. Yeah, exa- that's exactly what it sounded like. That's yeah. exactly what it sounded like. It sounded like you just came from hell. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, um, it's fucking hot as hell at the moment. I'm it sweating my balls off. Hot um, as hell. Um, and I feel like I've just come from hell as well. Um, where have you come from? Because um, I just watched H-E Double... That was it, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> H-E Double Hockey Sticks. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs>